0: Good morning welcome to the podcast another another wonderful day I've got a nice nice piece of information for you so I talked about um, this website uh, or this podcast really is going to be about some tips about sales and marketing and just uh, success in general so today we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the whole podcast today I'm going to talk about How to sell without selling. Mm -hmm. How to sell without selling. So really, it's not uh, anything complicated. A lot of people are really, really scared of sales because let's be honest, it's a tough job. You know, you don't have to go into sales with an expectation of sunshine and roses. What you should expect really Is if you contact 10 clients, 8 of them might downright reject you. And some rejections are downright harsh and deadly. Some of them even go as far as, you know. Yeah. So, 2 people might accept you out of 10. Sometimes if you're unlucky, you might contact 20 clients and all of them reject you. So, how do you really sell without selling? This is where some marketing strategies come in where you use content marketing to position yourself as an expert online, whereby you make it easier for your customers to find you faster than they can find your competitors. And how you really do that is framing your your content in stories. The stories don't have to be your own, by the way. You have to make sure uh, you utilize stories. And at the end of the day, you're trying to make sales, you're trying to monetize that content. So don't get caught up in uh, telling stories without the end goal. The end goal is to make sales. So always make sure that you tie it up at the end of the story. You tie it up into your offer. That will be the way in which you'll be selling without selling, even when you're in the client meeting itself. You can frame it up. We can tell some stories of your successful customers, or maybe even if they're not your customers, someone that you've seen that has used your product and found success. That way, you'll be selling without really selling, you know, going into presentation mode. Because what happens if you go into presentation mode is you are putting the customer in control to a point where you give them the choice to either reject you or say yes. But if you frame your content or your sales pitch in a story, what happens is they can either believe the story or not. They will not be able to reject you. That's the power of selling without selling. So from this point on, if you're ever going to find yourself in a position where you're selling something, do not go into the proposal presentation mode. Always frame your story, always frame your content in a story and make sure to ask a lot of questions, be the one that's controlling the actual sales meeting. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Hope uh, everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful week and a wonderful day. All right, be blessed, be great. Good morning, family. As always, we're back at it with another Another podcast. Another podcast episode. Anyway, in this one, I'm about to tackle Ponzi schemes. You know, if you're living in Zambia right now, you know the condition. Um, three of the these money-making websites have collapsed, right? People still have hope to say they'll come back and whatnot, but the reality is they might not come back. All right? that uh, alert on the BBC is just an excuse and a coincidence that just appeared just to comfort you people into not reacting um, suddenly, all right? So really, if you're in Zambia, you know what's happening. People are using this platform such as GoLike. There was Zafans at some point, there was uh, uh, ancient at some point. There was this one, what's this one? works just came in, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. But all in know, these schemes are just the same, right? They promise you high returns in a short amount of time. That is the literal definition of a Ponzi scheme, right? Ponzi schemes were named after a person called Charles Ponzi. This guy, now these guys were doing uh, complex investments, not these investments that you do on mobile phones. They were using like real, real money and uh, investing in things that were not actually real. So this guy promised his investors a 50% return in less than 90 days. And what he used to do is uh, to keep his uh, scheme alive, used to pay existing clients with exist with uh, the money from earlier investors. Alright? So that's what it is. Now what literally happens is for these guys uh, to steal money from you and disappear, what they do is this. Those earlier investors, they'll be able to benefit. Alright? They'll be able to benefit in such that um, they'll be able to cash out and benefit so that they can go and tell other people about it so that more people can come through and invest, right? So the only way in which you can benefit from some Ponzi schemes is by getting in early and getting out early because the uh, inventors of that same Ponzi scheme will think you're just one of those early bids, that they'll be able to pay out so that you can go and spread the message to bring more people. That's how it goes. So, really, you have to really, really be careful. Some of the red flags of uh, these Ponzi schemes uh, include uh, they promise high returns with little to no risk. Once you see that, you should really, really be, you know, You be aware, because even when you invest with the bank, they will tell you there is a risk associated with that. Sometimes your money can really lose value at the end of the day. And then the other risk is that it takes a long time. It does not take a short period for you to get a return, you know. So really, people have to open their eyes and see. Another red flag is that, you can't figure out how they really, really make money. You understand? So uh, when uh, you invest with an insurance company, let's say, or you invest with a bank, how they make you their money back is that they invest in other things. They invest in property. They invest in stocks. They invest in bonds. All that. They take a risk on your behalf and then they make returns that's what they come and pay you with. They will use your money, they will lend it to other people and other people will bring back interest. On top of that, your money in short will work. So, but when you get into a scheme whereby you can't figure out or oh, their process of making money is not that convincing, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a complicated story. Just know. All right? So those are some of the red flags and another one is that the investors themselves are not really registered right they are using unregistered uh, funds so with one with some of these things you were using airtel money and you were instead of uh, depositing in a company account you are depositing in a person's account right even if they come back they'll still dupe you in the future, right, so always remember, uh, high risk with, uh, uh, high returns with little to no risk, and you can't figure out really how they make money, then the, the investors themselves are unregistered, and what they'll do is that the first people who really get something, will benefit, the first people, the people who get in earlier. benefit but if they get greedy as well they will also lose their money All right. so you get in and get out as quickly as you can if you want to take that risk if you want to take that chance but I would advise you to really just avoid those kinds of making money uh, schemes and just try something real there is a lot of things that you can do out there that can make you some money But, you know, you have to take the risk. I think the risk is what people don't want to take. They want easy money, easy things. But these uh, investors or these scammers, what they're really looking for, they're preying upon uh, that laziness of the human brain. The laziness to want things done easily. So they know that you don't want to take a risk with uh, starting your own business or Investing your time into something that will take years to materialize. They know you don't want to do that. So they will prey upon that fear of you so that you, you know, they prey upon the fear of you making money in the quickest amount of time. So anyway, uh, I hope that opened your eyes. I hope uh, with with these next schemes you play the game smart. And they'll keep coming, they'll keep coming. Uh people never learn, you know. People lost their money with their fans. There was uh, back back in the day there was something like Zed Chidimba. People lost their money then. There was something like I don't know WhatsApp, up, WhatsApp up, Shani, WhatsApp oh, Chirimba, or something like that. They also lost their money there. Came these now, these new ones that came through, especially during the COVID nineteen outbreak, A lot of them came through, they stole people's money, but people still couldn't learn. People still couldn't figure out the pattern. But as uh, as, as a serious business person, as a serious person, you really have to analyze the situation and learn something from it. Personally, I've never lost any money from these uh, Ponzi schemes because I know how the game is played. If you really, really want to understand... And to be put clear in how these things work, I encourage you to watch a movie called Business Ethics. When you watch this movie, it will really, really iterate and make sure you understand this concept of Ponzi schemes. Look at how the guy set up his scheme, and then look at how he did with his first initial investors and what he did with his later investors. Then you will understand how they truly set up these things so that you can be careful next time. Thank you very much for listening. Be blessed. Be great.